Hey, good morning, everyone. Well, it is August, Friday the 13th. Uh, if I was superstitious, that would mean something, but I'm not. So it's just another day that we get to serve the Lord and worship Him. And uh, that's always a beautiful day. But I hope you guys are doing well. It's the end of the week here uh, on Friday. And I'm continuing on in the Gospel of Luke in my driveway, warming my car up before I start driving to work. But um, looking at Luke chapter 15, I notice verse 7, which says, I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. Wow. Luke 15, 7. In heaven there will be joy over a sinner who repents. And what this is saying, it's not saying, oh, the just people, the 99, they don't need any repentance. What this is saying is those who, like, are truly walking with the Lord and truly have the correct valuation of themselves they will be saved right and there'll be joy in heaven because of it and the contrast here is someone who thinks they are super spiritual thinks they are um uh, the spiritual elite, you know, kind of like the scribes and the Pharisees of Jesus' day. Those who think they're good, they think they don't need any repentance, they don't need to walk with the Lord or do anything. They're just, they're just better. They're, they sort of have an attitude and a demeanor that is always comparing uh, themselves with others. And so they feel better about themselves because they think they're better. They need to repent, and they're not. Right? They need to get right with the Lord, but there's no sign that they're actually going to. They think they're just. But here's a reality. We are sinners who need our Savior. We are sinners. Like That's a good thing to recognize. We don't start at, at a place from being morally good and upright we start from a place of decrepit sin and we have to start from that place in order to realize we need to repent because if people just think oh I'm just I'm good then there's no need to repent but the fact is being born into sin we all need to repent And not just once, uh, you know, to be saved or whatever. But it's a process. It's continual as we walk with the Lord and live for the Lord day by day. Continual repentance is a clear sign of spiritual maturity, you guys. Continual repentance. And I'm not saying just to be down and depressed all the time because you're such a bad, horrible sinner. Um, But to recognize how... To recognize truly how our hearts are, that is healthy because that will lead us to repentance. That will lead us to forgiveness, freedom, all of those things. So the guilt won't weigh us down or burden the shoulders of believers. Uh, there's another aspect though that's just a beautiful, uh, a beautiful fact is that over one sinner who repents, one person who comes to the Lord realizes they're a sinner and gets saved. 
accepts Jesus, you know, and starts walking with him, man, there's a party in heaven. There's joy in heaven. Now, how, uh, I don't know, how, like, mind-blowing is that? To me, that's just mind-blowing. That's amazing. That is like, wow, there's joy in heaven because I got saved. There's joy in heaven because today people will accept Christ and walk with him. There's joy in heaven. In a sense, heaven is rooting for people to be saved, you know. And we're here down on earth with a job to do, with a mission to fulfill, with a calling to step up to. Generally speaking, and that is to fulfill and spread the Great Commission. Even as Paul was writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy uh, 4, 1 and 2, uh, in, in verse 2, Paul said, you know, preach the word. And he, he was giving him one last charge before Paul would be uh, before Paul would be beheaded for his faith. He was giving him one last charge to preach the word. That's the one last thing Paul wanted to say. This was his swan song. This was the end of life, the last words that would be recorded to the Apostle Paul. And it was imperative to him to let Timothy know, listen, this is what it's about. Preach the word. Preach means herald. It means give out. It means taking a, a bit of information and relaying it, giving it out, letting other people know about it. That's what our calling is, generally speaking. Take in the word and then give it out. Preach the word, Timothy. And yeah, he was talking to a young pastor whose calling was to pastor the church in Ephesus, right? Young Pastor Timothy. Uh, but at the same time, man, you guys, this is a calling for all of us because Jesus didn't just give pastors the Great Commission. He gave every child of God. Like, this is our mission. The Great Commission is our mission. And we're called to fulfill and walk in and live out that mission. God didn't give just pastors or worship leaders the Great Commission. You know what? Once you're an ordained pastor, you know, go out and let people know about the Lord. Let people know about the truth. No, that's not how it is, right? That's not how it's meant to be. But everyone, all of us, every single believer is called to preach the word. And this is how the information transferred from mouth to ears is how transformation happens from mind to heart. And so that's how people are saved. And then what happens? The result is, well, now they get to live for the Lord and tell others. And there's also joy in heaven. There's a party going on in the heavenlies, in the kingdom of God. That's pre- that is pretty, um, that's pretty amazing. And it's a beautiful thing. And that's that's what we're called to do, you guys. I mean, that's what—that's why we're here on this earth. I—I uh, I I'm going to talk about this on Sunday at, at church when I teach. But I—I I had my message basically wrapped up, almost done, right in Second Timothy uh, four one through nine, uh, and I was, you know, essentially done right at the end of it. And then that's when the Lord spoke and said, "Emphasize." 2 Timothy 4, 1 and 2. Just a whole message on those two verses because that's the point of life. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> I just finished, I just like finished hours and hours of study and everything, finished my message. But it was one of those definite, clear words from the Lord that he wanted me to emphasize. Uh, 
something this Sunday, just those two verses that Paul's last charge to Timothy, his last charge. Preach the word. So important, you guys. I mean, that's how salvation happens. We don't give the increase. We don't save souls. But we relay the message that has the power to save souls. We just relay it. We didn't come up with it. Right? We just let people know. Tell someone. You know, tell someone this weekend, this next week. Tell family member, co-worker, friend. Tell someone. That's why we're here. That's why we're... That's why the Lord tarries. That's why we're alive. <laughs> that's our mission, right? The Great Commission is our mission. Someone shared with me, thank God. Someone shared with you, praise the Lord. Don't be ashamed. There's nothing to be ashamed of, guys. Uh, Romans 1.16. Power of God into salvation, like the gospel, it's awesome. So share. In whatever means or methods that God lays on your heart, it's the same message. Yeah, there's different methods, definitely. All day long, there's a ton of different methods you could share. But there's one message. Preach the word. God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing Friday and a blessed weekend. Um, Just hopefully God just speaks to you uh, at home. And if you have to work or at church, just uh, focus on things above, not on things of the earth. God bless you guys.